Welcome back to Force for Growth, another riveting episode. I'm Ricardo. I'm Courtney. And today we are going to be recapping just, I guess, our overall experiences with UPW. But we are on the beginning of day two of UPW Virtual, which is a Tony Robbins event, by the way. Uh, but just stay tuned. We'll, we'll give you the goods of what we're going through right now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So UPW, what is UPW? UPW is Unleash the Power Within. Yes. It is a the entry level Tony Robbins event, right? Mm -hmm. And typically when it was in person, this is where you would do the infamous firewalk. Now they've changed it up to UPW Virtual, which is all about the board the break. Board. Yes. So this was your first time experiencing the virtual. I've been doing it since the first one. What do you think of the virtual compared to the real one? Yeah. So I was really just interested. This was one thing I was kind of skeptical about, but I mean, it's Tony's team. So of course it's going to be blown out of the water, but basically it was the factors that are missing, like being with the massive crowd and the massive, you know, cause we do have a small group, but they're are aspects of you get to see other people going through it and like the zoom will pop up. I don't know. It was the couples dancing together and just holding each other after the sweet gratitude meditations and things like that. And that grace pointed a great point. She's like at the event when we're an attendee, it's like we never turn around and see how others are going through it. Granted, you're going to see amazing things. You're going to witness like great things in person or virtual, but it, there's just another aspect to it. Cause I guess it, my focus is more on them without the distraction because they're popped up on the screen. So there's a very intimate, you know, plus you're looking at people's homes and I don't know. So it's it's for like juristic. Yeah. Cause you see people in their homes in their living room. And yeah. I think at some point they forget that they're on zoom. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, I believe they forget they're on Zoom and they're just doing what they do. And they're like, oh, OK, mm -hmm. uh, I don't, you know, then I don't think they realize that what you're we're 30,000 people are essentially watching you on the main screen, which is yeah. cool. And I loved seeing the, you know, at the beginning of the day, I don't know, it would pan on somebody dancing and they'd kind of get shy or like you'd see people leave the screen. But then towards the end, like every single person they put the main camera on or I mean, pull into the main focus would see their on camera and go crazy. And so I'm kind of like, OK, I, I I'm digging the intimate. virtual thing. It's more intimate. It's yeah. more intimate. The one thing that I really like about the virtual versus the in-person event is that Tony can see you. And he'll call you out like, I see you and your dog, Courtney. Yeah. You look fantastic with your dog, yeah. right? Oh, Ricardo, you got an army over there. Mm -hmm. yeah, like stuff like that. And he's I, close. Like it feels like he's right there the way yeah. that they do the screen, which is nice. It's very intimate. It's very mm -hmm. intimate. I like your dancing. Yeah. You know, hey, you, I like your dancing. So the fact that he can call you out by name, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of the pros about the virtual event what are some of the cons uh, about the virtual event versus the in-person event i don't want to go there in my brain but yeah i mean it's it's the energy nothing can top the energy that gets generated in that room 
or that arena or that auditorium when 10,000 or 20,000 people are doing a gratitude prayer together at the same moment with that same powerful song that we're all anchored to, like just, anyway, it's kind of makes me emotional talking about it. And then two, whenever you get dancing and in peak state, nothing tops dancing with 20,000 other people in the same room and nothing will ever top that. And I can't wait until we have in person once again. However, man does a virtual really do its best. And I mean, I had a blast. I had a blast yesterday with you guys, you know, so. So here's the thing. If you've been contemplating going to a Tony Robbins event for years and you're waiting for it to come back in person so you can go in person because you don't want to experience virtual. They do a really good job with the virtual event and you should just go. You should just go. And then obviously when there's an opportunity to go in person, go in person. Yeah. But for now, if this is what it is and this is how you can experience Tony Robbins and not have to pay for travel, not pay for airfare, not pay for hotel, all these other things, um, do it. Don't hesitate. I definitely recommend it. They do a good job replicating the in-person event versus the virtual event. They do a really good job transitioning that over. They do. It's impressive. It's it's impressive. So yeah. if you're hesitating, go to the virtual event. Yes. Don't think twice about it. The next one's in June. Go. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Go. I, I want to crew them. I have it. So now that I'm participating in the virtual, next up, I want to crew the virtual. But to be honest, in my life, I just reached a point where I have not actually attended one since 2014. So I haven't actually absorbed the content in its fullness. Now, granted, when you're crew, you get you, you get some wonderful chances to go participate in things, but I haven't actually experienced the event. And so that's why it was really important. I was like, I need to pause before I do any more crewing or anything like that. I need to go through the content again because I've grown a lot. But And see what it's about. That might mean that, you know, I can grow a lot more because I'm now ready for a lot of that information. I'm glad you brought that back up because one of the number one questions that I see out there is if you've done UPW so many times, why do you go again? Why do you keep on going, going, going? And I'll tell you a story. (laughs) Are you ready, Courtney? Yes. Okay. So I attended my first UPW in 2014. That was my first live event, even though I've been following Tony for years. And when we were in line at the registration, we were talking to people and chatting with people. And we were meeting people. And some of these people were telling us that this was like their 15th UPW. Or their seventh UPW and that they've done Date with Destiny six times and UPW 25 times and all these other things, right? And I'm like, wow, are you that messed up that you're doing these <laughs> events this many times? Are you that are you that jacked up? But I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. So there there's two parts to this. One, there's the the the, the I and, I, and I'm going to say this with love, but there's the, the idea that you need Tony for a breakthrough, which is not true. Yeah. You can create a breakthrough within yourself. You don't need Tony. And then there's two where, okay, I want to go get a refresher. I want to go see what I can get new and notice in this content that I didn't notice before. Yeah. Because new things do pop up. New things do pop up. Yeah. That's my reasons would be that the event keeps evolving and innovating for the better. 
every year, every event. I mean, they tweak things, right? But Correct. I get better. So then I can actually, there were levels where five years ago, I didn't even hear that message because I wasn't ready for it. My brain was Correct. growing in other areas, you know, so now I'm ready for the full absorption. And the and it's a different brain. The brain that's coming to the, the if you've been to a UPW three, four times, five times, and then the brain that's going to the sixth UPW it's a different brain, a different mind, a different mindset than the first one. Completely different neurochemistry. Yeah. Correct. So whenever, for example, last day one, they talk about the six human needs. So when you're going through that work, you're talking about the six human needs as to where you are now versus to where you were seven years ago. Right. And things change. So the, so the activity is going to be different. So the answers are going to be different. So the process will be a little, the process will be the same, but the work and your answers to it will be different. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's a thermometer. And so that's where I truly enjoy the six human needs one, especially I was about a month ago, I did it personally where I just sat down and kind of figured out where, what are my top two leading my life? Are these what I want my top two to be and et cetera. So if you've been to UPW, you know what we're talking about. And then, so doing it last night, it was kind of like, okay, I didn't even let my brain go there a month ago. So there's just layers and layers and layers. If you go deeper, if you go deeper and it's all rooted to the same things. Like we have such few actual issues, <laughs> issues, right? Or fears or things. And it just kind of all comes down to one thing or a handful of things. And so that's where it's kind of fascinating. It's like each one I do, it's peel back a level and then, okay, go live it's that different. for a year and then come back. How can you innovate even better? What else do you need to be revealed to you? You know? Yeah. So here's the catch. Now, if you've been, let's just say seven UPWs, I'm just throwing the number out there. If UPW number one, your top two needs were significance and certainty, which he goes into this in day one of UPW, the six mm -hmm. human needs. If your top two needs or something that came out in that work was then seven UPWs ago or seven years ago, and today you're answering the questions the same way and having the same answers. Over the seven years, after seven UPWs, uh, you got to really take a look at yourself and be like, yeah. wait a second, why am I still experiencing the same situations and the same problems and the same things? And nothing has really changed. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. And that's where I think a lot of, because let's address it, you know, there's a lot of jokes about like, oh, people drank the Kool-Aid, things like that. And that is, that does exist. There are some super fans, you know, that just, you wonder if they really go to the event mentally, you know, Correct. you know, they've gone a lot, but you're like, I, I, they've heard that lesson 10 times that they haven't, you know, they're missing the road signs, but like I said, it's easier to judge someone else's But life. it's easy. Yeah. It's easy to miss it though. It's so yeah. easy to miss it because there's so much going on. There's so much excitement. There's so much high energy. There's so much this and that, right? Yeah. And it can almost feel like, like, it really does feel like you're taking four different seminars in one weekend, you know, but so much content comes at you, but that's the beauty of it. And that's where they, they taught us this on crew. So, okay. Uh, first time I crewed, I was so, I was on the fence and I literally just did it. Cause I was like, well, that's free access. You know, at least I'll be able to hear it. If not, wait, wait a second, wait a minute, Courtney, wait a minute. Are you telling me that people go in? Are you telling me that people crew events because they think that they're going to get a free event? Yes, yes. Is that what you're telling me? Insert the attendance process created 2019. Okay, you do need to actually work, you know, but it's the Tony Robbins organization. So, of course, they want, 
And when you get there on day zero, the crew day that we all come to train before the event actually starts, you're told, hey, what do you need out of this? Like, do you need to grow? Do you need to let go of something? Do you need to have a breakthrough in one area? Are you trying to quit an addiction? Like, what do you need out of this? Because they as an organization want to make sure you get what you need too. But the beautiful idea that they teach us, because you're running and anyway, I've done all kinds of positions. So we're always running, doing crazy things. You don't know if you're going to be in the big room, you know, the whole time. And granted, there's areas where crew can sit and watch. And when we're off shift, we're absolutely allowed to go watch in the seminar room. But you're so worried about like, but I want to hear the content. I want to hear what they've changed. I want to hear this part again, you know, because I need it. You'll be in the big room when you need to hear what you need to hear. Just it can be one line like you can literally just be in the big room for five minutes, the whole four days. You'll hear what you need to hear. And so going into another event as an attendee again, having that appreciation because it absolutely has worked out for me like that the five times I've crewed what I needed personally in the growth area. It was right there. And so that's kind of where it's like, well, I'll absorb what I meant to absorb. I And it's a freedom to just let the rest go. Let it go. You know, hmm. And that's a power, but I had to get really comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, in different areas to to get there. You have to. So what's another one of the top questions? So one, why do you go so many times? Um, What's so what's so great about the UPW? Uh, There there is a lot of hype. There's a lot of I'm not going to say hype because that makes it seem like it's artificial hype. And that's not necessarily the case. There's a lot of of sincere excitement around this event because people really want to grow. People really want to experience a breakthrough. People really want to better themselves, mm-hmm. right? And for the people that have attended before, this was a very, a pivotal moment in their lives that they attended the UPW. Granted, for the majority of people, for a lot of people, this is their first experience into self-development. Mm-hmm. And UPW is not a lightweight. Yeah, I was about to say, and you're taking on like a thousand page book for correct, you know, less correct. than one. Correct. You're, but... you're like, if, if self development was a pool, you're with going to UPW as well, your first event, you're going kind of on the deep end. You're yeah. cl- closer to the deep end than you are to the shallow end. Yeah. Now, if you went to straight to date with Destiny without going to UPW, you, that would be, in my mind, you jumping straight into the deep end. Yeah. But since you're going to UPW, you're kind of going, you're still in the deep end, but instead of the 15 foot, you're like in the 12 foot. Yeah. Yeah. You can still find the bottom real quick, but yeah, Yeah. you had to. You're still there though. You're still there. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. But with that said, it's not saying you need to do anything else before UPW. It's just, it is going to be a real experience in your face. Like, are you ready to change this decision? Let's talk about it. Decision. You know, I would most not. Not, that's not fair, but a lot of day one is just teaching you the importance of decisions and how your decisions shape your life. And there's layers to a lot of that and Correct. dozens of lessons that I'm trying to figure out how to sum up real quick. And state. Day one is state. Yeah. All about state management, managing your state, managing your emotions, managing how you react to something. Mm-hmm. That's all day one. And yeah. all of that helps you make better decisions. Mm-hmm. Yep. And not making a decision is a decision. And, you know, leaving options on the table when you know what you want, that's still a decision, you know, that, so it's just the, that reminder. So I've heard that dozens of times, right. And just, but it's more powerful now. 
because I, mm. I get it. I've lived it. I've practiced it for years. I've practiced that muscle. I've practiced that skill. So when I hear that lesson again, it just drives it. It anchors it deeper with more meaning that are authentic. So, yes. I have one, Courtney. We tell me more. Okay. One that I heard on this particular UPW, the virtual UPW, since the virtual UPW events have been going and in person has not been happening. But I want to do the firewalk versus the board break. Mm-hmm. The board break sounds so lame. Yeah, break it down. For okay, me. so here, he, here's my thing to that. Here's my answer to that. Okay, is there something fabulous and super exciting about the firewalk? Of course, there is. I'm not gonna deny that. Does breaking a board give you that same excitement as? Is it? It's two totally different things. Mm-hmm. However, that's not the point. Right. That's not the point. You're not there to just to be able to say, "Ooh, I walked on fire." Ooh, I did this. Ooh, I jumped off a mountain. No, that's not what this is for. It's a metaphor. The board and the firewalk are a metaphor for life. Mm-hmm. They're a metaphor for breaking through. Yeah. They're a metaphor for doing something that you may not typically do on a Thursday evening. Yeah. <laughs> Break that pattern. Correct. It's a pattern interrupt. And that's mm-hmm. all it is. So if you're, again, if you're overthinking it, like, oh, you know, and and different stuff comes up. For some people, I've known people, I know people that the firewalk was super easy. They just glided through. But then the board break was intimidating. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, okay, like this, this is kind of intimidating to break this board. Yeah. And the same thing when we did the arrow break, not at UPW, this is a different event, but Different things come up with different elements, with different challenges, with different things that come up in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's all about how you handle them, how you perceive them, and how you frame them. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I, it, I firewalked four times and it still scares me. Okay. It still would be a test for me to get up there and actually do it. But that's why I still need to keep doing it every opportunity I get. Right. Correct. But the board break, I've done it. Before it just that I made real small in my brain. So here's my point because on day one, we learned a lot about this. Okay. So if you, that means I'm making the firewalk a massive monster in my brain, right? I'm, I'm literally paint, putting it on this pedestal and making it this intimidating thing. I've done it before. It's about four or five steps in a certain state, get across, you're done, right? Like it, I literally know the, like the back of my hand, how to do it. But that emotion would paralyze me for a minute. Whereas the board break, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that, that doesn't intimidate me. I want to feel powerful. Like, let's go. Come on. So I'm making that real small in my head. Right. And so if you want to elaborate on that at all, but yeah, it's just, we make, we have choices and we make decisions about how big of a meaning and the type of meaning we apply to things. So that's just an example that to highlight kind of an important lesson that I took home yesterday is that, you know, stop making certain things so scary that, you know, if you reverse engineer that, you know how to do that. Right. And, you know, yeah, fear might show up, but then why do I make certain things so small? I'm like, that's easy. Are you kidding me? You know, and where other people having different issues. So it's just like, pay attention to how big and what meanings you're applying to things. Cause those are decisions too. Correct. Cause at the basic level, the firewalk and the board brick are, serve the same exact purpose yeah the same exact purpose both extremely powerful correct to create a breakthrough Mm -hmm. 
same exact purpose. So again, if you're looking and been considering going to an event, this is your opportunity to do do so. Yes. And we highly, highly suggest it. So, oh, and another, let's see, I just opened it up. I took so many notes, but make a decision, not a preference. Uh, A preference is what you like. A decision means there's no other options. But yeah, it's just so much good stuff. stuff. So feel free if you are participating to drop us a lesson or two that you took home or gold nugget. And yeah, just check it out. Be open to it. So real quick, we recapped a couple of the main questions about UPW and things like that. Compared the virtual with the live event, all of this other stuff. What's day two about? Day two is momentum closing the gap. So our good friend Joseph McClinton III comes in for day two. And he talks about closing the gap. And he leads you through some beautiful meditations and exercises and they like to call him Mr. Shake Your Ass. Yeah, I was about to say we gotta do hashtag shake your ass. <laughs> You'll learn about that later on. <laughs> and day three is transformation day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tony gets get guides you through a process, a very powerful process. Extremely powerful. To transform and get rid and squash and eliminate any limiting belief that you may have. And redesign it afterwards. Correct. And again, this is all up to you though. You still have to do the work. Tony doesn't do it for you. And he says that over and over again. Tony does not do the work for you. Mm-hmm. You have to do the work. Yeah. We've seen a lot of people go through the UPW a couple of times and they don't get much out of it because they're, you know, for whatever reason, there's no, uh, there's no need to go into detail about that. Right. But you still have to do the work. You still have to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what day you choose to show up and really step up and do the work. That's the, it's an equivalent. It's equivalent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The amount of effort you put into it is the amount of the breakthrough that you're going to get. Absolutely. And then day four is more about just overall life vitality. So he'll touch on diet. He'll touch on water, air, you know, breathing techniques, things like that. Sure. But it's more about just sustainable steps to live in a beautiful state. I believe Master Co has a beautiful meditation that he will do on day four. So yes. yeah, just yeah, Master Co will wrap up the day in day four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all again, it's all about health and energy because you can learn all these tools and strategies. And if you don't have the health and vitality and energy to execute, what good is it? Yep. How happy can you be? How happy and successful, you know, if you don't have your health and you don't get to live a full life. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. So tell me, Courtney, what has been one over all the UPWs that you've attended, you know, crude and everything, what everything Put together in the bag. What's your one biggest thing that you've taken away from a UPW? Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a big one. Just that I have the power and there was a reason I was sent on this path because the power was always within me. But I had to, you know, open like like an advent calendar at Christmas, right? I had like all these boxes. I had to open and unpack each one and each one would take me deeper into myself and deeper to know my true power. So admittedly, I'm still working on that and practicing this, but I I am so certain I am worthy and of my power. And I just want to build and create on that and keep growing and making it better, innovating it. So yeah, that's my overall UPW gives me the ticket, gives me the nice. key. I really put you on the spot there, didn't you I? You did. <laughs> I had no idea what was going to come to mind. <laughs> but that's what we do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what yeah. about yourself? So all, all right. UPWs, all 
No date with destiny. All UPWs, crude and attended. Wow. That is an intimidated question. <laughs> that is back on me. <laughs> okay. Two things. Number one, state. State. Managing your state. Day one, all about managing your state. Peak state. Beautiful state. Managing your state. Managing your emotions. And knowing that you have the ability to change that state in how long? In an instant. Yes. And number two. UPW was a turning point for me and Jesse's relationship because we talked about things that we had never talked about before. And she made some distinctions and I made some distinctions that really improved our relationship. Yeah, that's powerful. And so we broke one of the big cardinal rules about attending UPW and that's attending with your spouse, attending with your significant other. And we just broke that rule and it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But we're better for it. It yeah. worked out for us. Yeah. Yeah. You did. You you made a decision. You know what's best for you. So yeah, all you need is us. that certainty and that courage being open to just be more flexible in that certainty and play around in that creative area. And just, I mean, oh my gosh, so many things are flooding, but it's like the words you use, like if you keep using pissed off, okay, well, I'm peed. Yeah. I'm, you know, think of it, what it tinkled, like think of an odd word that your brain's like, okay, that it breaks your pattern. Cause it's funny. You can't be so frustrated and angry if you're like, oh, I'm tinkled. Like what? It, you know, oh, make, make that face again. <laughs> I don't so what? So frustrated. So frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but just get creative with your words. And, you know, a big one Tony always points out is I'm not frustrated. Well, if you're, when you're frustrated, instead be fascinated. And he tells a money story about how uh, his one of his companies lost 125000 And so the employee thought Tony would come at him like he normally did, you know, angry and six foot eight and where'd that money go? Why loud and deep voice? And uh, so instead he approached this employee when he brought him the news and was like, that's fascinating. How did that happen? I'm curious, but you can see it in his face. He's trying to change his pattern. But what he's saying is, oh, wow, that's fascinating. I'm curious. How did that happen? But the employee, the next time there was a money hiccup, brought it to him right away where they prevented it from happening versus the employee being scared to approach him because he's this big, scary monster, you know? Yeah. And just little things like that. So just as you're going through your day, if there's a word you use all the time, like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed for, oh, you know, blah, blah, change it, figure out a different way to flip it and just break the pattern. So, I mean, oh, the power's in our hands. It's just, we need to look at it. Yes. No? So this was your first UPW virtual experience. Yes. Yes. Would you recommend UPW? Highly. Virtual. Yes. Very much so. Highly. Highly. Yeah. It's a good event. It is. I definitely agree. I would. I and I will say this because this, we're all about honesty and openness here. I was so 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 skeptical about virtual UPW. Mm -hmm. I was like, "What? It's not going to be the same. It's it's not. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way they're going to be able to duplicate and replicate the powerful environment that is a UPW. Mm -hmm. There's no way." And so I went, we, we registered for the very first one. I didn't want to crew. We, me and Jesse attended, we registered, we bought our ticket, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it was great. Even the first one where there was, it was buggy. They had some stuff to work out and they're just, you know, they believe in Kanai. The Robbins, the Tony Robbins, Robbins Research International believes in Kanai and that's constant and never ending improvement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the first UPW virtual versus this UPW virtual, while the core and the basics are the same, 
two totally different events. Really? I believe that. I liked listening to y'all's feedback yesterday as yeah. uh, just l certain factors that weren't in the first one, apparently. So it's just, I love it because things change every time. Like, Correct. You never so know. I tip my hat to Tony Robbins and Robbins Research for practicing and implementing Kanai mm -hmm. and just saying, hey, we're going to do this first UPW virtual and we're just going to do what we can and do our best and figure out what we need to change. Yep. And consistently working out the bugs with the virtual events. Mm -hmm. And now and just I mean, improving. It's so impressive. Yeah. It's, it's very impressive. They the the process that goes into this, like, man, I know it takes the crew of a thousand to run an event, but it, it's so much just amazing innovation. So I find it really inspiring just to watch the pattern of the actual organization updating each yes. time. And it's not to say that there won't be issues. It's not to say that there won't be any technical issues or mishaps that may come up. We're just saying that they're always working on improving the process. Yes. And for that reason, I give my thumbs up to UPW virtual Tony Robbins event. Yes. Yes. I give two thumbs up. Okay. Oh, fine. I'll give two <laughs> thumbs up and two pinkies up. Okay, you got it, Ebert. If, if, okay. if you just want to like go there with me, Courtney Garth. <laughs> I'm impressed. Right. So I'm excited for day two. So let day us two. know if you're in the mix with us or let us know if you're curious. What's going on? But yeah, happy yeah. Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Force for Growth. And remember to be a force for good, a force for growth, and a force for greatness. <laughs>